I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. Our message today is entitled, Take Action. But before we begin, let's pray this prayer. Repeat after me. Lord, speak to me by your word. Send my own word, Lord. Go ahead, pray that. Lord, speak to me by your word. Send my own word, Lord. Now begin to thank him for it. Father, we thank you for it. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak through me. Holy Spirit, let everyone under the sound of my voice not hear me. Let them only hear you. And Lord, to you alone, I give all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And the church said, amen. All right, now come on now, wave to the person next to you and say, I'm ready to take action. What about you? Go on, tell them, I'm ready to take action. What about you? Now, you know, as I always tell you, we're in a huge stadium. Multitudes are outside listening to this message. There are big screens everywhere, and we inside hitting high five. (laughs) Hallelujah. No masks in Jesus' name. Take action. Take action. A quick recap of our last episode. You know, as we mentioned in our last episode, faith is a supernatural force, right? That makes the impossible become possible when the word of God is meditated, spoken, and acted upon. So today we want to look at the action side of faith. You see, to get results from our faith, we have to do our part. Bishop Oyedipo, my father in the faith, says something that it's in my DNA. I I just love it. He says, any faith that makes God absolutely responsible for the outcome is an irresponsible faith. That's deep, right? So taking action is our responsibility. Remember James chapter 2, verse 17. James chapter 2, verse 17 says, faith without works is dead. So now let's go back and take a look at a couple of Bible stories to really see this action principle at work. Let's look at a story many of us are familiar with, David and Goliath, right? Goliath was saying things that had the children of Israel taking action, but they were taking a negative action out of fear. His threats, you know, caused them to be hiding in caves until David, full of faith in God, showed up on the scene. And the first thing David said when he came on the scene is recorded in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 26. 1 Samuel 17, 26. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And then we jump down to verse 40. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had even in a scrip, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David, and the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. 
And the Philistines said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. You hear him? He's talking. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth, not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass, when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. So you see, he wasn't just talking. He, When it was time, he got up and ran to meet him. And ran, the Bible says, David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine, and took his sword, and drew it out of the sheet thereof, and slew him, and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. Hey, come on, say amen. In the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare that every enemy of your glorious destiny shall flee. In the name of Jesus, I command every Goliath in your life, I command their heads cut off from before your face as you act on God's word today. In Jesus' name, come on, say amen. And amen. You see, as he was talking, because he knew God, he had an intimate relationship with God, right? Because if you, when you read the, the story a bit earlier, you hear him telling about how he fought the bear and the lion. But, you know, when you look at the Psalms, there are 150 Psalms in the Bible. David wrote quite a number of them. He didn't write all of them, but he certainly wrote about three quarters of those and so he, this is somebody who, who has God in his inner being, a love for God, the knowledge of God. And so when you, when you have that, that's what causes you to speak so boldly and act. That's how he was able to go and slay, slay Goliath. Come on, say amen. Now let's take a quick look at Esther, Queen Esther, in the book of Esther chapter 4. Now a little backstory. Now Esther was the queen, but there was an evil guy, Haman who had created a plot to kill the Jews. And so her uncle, Mordecai, got wind of this and went to her to get help. But she was afraid and felt like she couldn't do anything. And so we'll take the story from there. Esther chapter 4, verse 13. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet, who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, 
Go, gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan, and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther commanded him. Now, she decided to fast and pray because she was afraid, you know, when you read the story a little earlier, uh, she's saying that the king had not called her in for 30 days. She had not seen the king. And anybody who just, you know, you, you had to be called. You couldn't just go. If you go, you would be killed. So she now decided, I'm going to fast and pray, get my people to fast and pray with me. If I perish, I perish. But she was preparing herself to take action. So let's go. So let's take it now, Esther chapter 5. Now it happened on the third day. This is at the end of the fast now. On the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace, across from the king's house, while the king sat on his royal throne in the royal house, facing the entrance of the house. So it was, when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court, that she found favor in his sight. And the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. And the king said to her, What do you wish, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you, up to half the kingdom. Come on, somebody say breakthrough. Breakthrough, right? Half the kingdom. She got through. Read the story. She said it, fasted and prayed to back it up, and then she got the courage to take action and won the victory for her people. Come on, say amen. So let's keep that in mind. If we have something to do and we lack courage, we can fast and pray to build up the courage to take the action that we need to take. And also, fasting and prayer gives us our answer from God. Fasting and prayer is one of the ways to hear from God what steps to take. Now, let's take a quick look at my New Testament hero, Blind Bartimaeus. I love Blind Bartimaeus. Listen to his story. Mark chapter 10, now we're going to see how he took action. Mark chapter 10, verses 46. We'll start 46 to 52. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible said, Jesus stood still. Now, you know, I always like to comment on this. There he is, a beggar on the ground. And everybody, he's, he's heard that somebody who can change his destiny, right? Someone who can, you know, make his greatest dream become a reality is right there. And he's screaming out, and they're telling him, oh, be quiet, be quiet. But he kept on screaming. You see, a lot of times you've got to keep at it. You've got to keep on declaring, keep on decreeing, keep on saying, no matter what, no matter what anybody tells you, no matter what it's looking like, no matter what it's feeling like, keep on saying what is in your heart that God has told you. You hear me? And the Bible said, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. 
And they call the blind man, saying unto him, Oh, be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. Now those are the same people that were telling him to shut up. And that's what happens. When your breakthrough comes, all the naysayers and everybody, all of a sudden, everybody loves you. They, they become part of the entourage. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. You see that? He had the courage to keep at it, to keep on shouting, even though people were putting him down and telling him no and, you know, be quiet. But he kept at it and got his heart desire. He received it. And I love what Jesus said. It's the same thing he said to that woman with the issue of blood. Thy faith has made thee whole. So our faith, as we decree and as we declare and as we take action, because he had to take action, you notice Jesus didn't go to him. Jesus heard him. Jesus could have gone to him, but he had to go to Jesus. And you know, that's that's what I said in the last episode. We have to be willing to take the action. Sometimes we want things to happen a certain way. And if it doesn't look that way, you know, we we we, we think it's not happening or it can't happen. Surrender all of that. Surrender all of that. Be willing to go the extra mile, you know. And as we said in, in our previous episode also, it's not enough to have faith in our hearts. Faith won't work for us if we keep it locked up in our hearts. You keep it locked up in your heart, you keep your mouth shut. It has to also be released through our mouths, which will then empower us to take the necessary actions. You saw that now with David. He said it, he ran and did it. Queen Esther, she said it, if I perish, I perish. She fasted on the third day, she went. Blind Bartimaeus, they told him, shut up, he kept on. If you don't say it inwardly and openly, right, and then take action, you won't see the manifestation. I just had an experience similar where I had to take action and I needed to get an important document, right, to complete a business project. And I kept calling the office that, you know, would be able to get me this document. No answer, no answer. And finally, I decided to take another step of action, which was I was going to go down, put on my mask and go down to the building. But I got to the building and they were allowing, you know, the public to come in, but minimally. But I was able to get in. And but when I got to the floor where the office was that I needed, man, it was shut tight. The door closed, sign, closed, you know, um, call us. (laughs) And, you know, I said, oh my God, what am I going to do now? So as I turned to leave, wondering, Lord, what should I do now? Because I had been asking the Lord for favor as I was going. A woman was coming down the hall. And so I said to her, do you work for such and such an office? And she gave me this look like, hmm, should I answer that? (laughs) And we both started laughing. We just both cracked up. Well, let me tell you, she gave me all the information I needed. And in addition, she gave me her direct contact information, gave me her first name, her last name, her number. If I had any more problems, if I need anything else, just call her directly. Now, if I had not taken the action and left the comfort of my home, right, I would have missed that opportunity. So you see, we have to be willing to take action. 
Yes, we pray. Yes, we ask God. But then we have to listen to the Holy Spirit because he moves us in a particular direction. Now, how to get the empowerment for action? One simple step. How to get the empowerment for action? One step I'm going to give you. Meditate on the word that addresses your desire. Make it your own. Personalize it. Say it and keep on saying it until it enters you. One of my favorites is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So any time I'm challenged or anything I have to do, I just keep on declaring, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because you see, negative sayings enter your spirit and paralyze you, right? If you keep saying something that's not empowering, it's going to tie you up. You won't be able to act. Doubts, fears, and anxieties will rob you of your strength. But when you feed on God's word, it will enter your spirit. It builds your faith, right? You, have, you, you start to have an intimate relationship with God and you begin to believe and know that nothing's impossible. God is with me. And that moves you forward and upward. And in the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare right now that whatever action you need to take to receive your heart's desire, as you meditate upon the word of God, you will be empowered to take that step of faith and you will be victorious in Jesus' name. Come on, say amen. Amen and amen. Let's give God thanks for the word we've heard. Father, we thank you. Mighty God, we praise you. We worship you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. If you're under the sound of my voice and you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you an opportunity to do so now. If you're not saved, you're not safe. And you don't have access to the precious gift of the Holy Spirit to guide you and to comfort you and to strengthen you. If you're under the sound of my voice and perhaps you knew Jesus Christ, but the road got long and you got discouraged and disconnected, I'm here to tell you Jesus loves you and he's calling you to come back home. So come, both groups, pray this prayer with me now. Dear Lord, I come to you today. You know my life. You know how I have lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, my physician and healer, my provider, who died for my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live your life in me and through me. From this day forward, I belong to you. Amen and amen. Well, welcome. You have just come home to the kingdom of our Father, Almighty God. And a change has taken place within you. So now you have to do your part. You have to pray and ask God to lead you to your church home. You belong somewhere. And it will be a church where they preach and teach the uncompromised word of faith, which is the word of God. I attend Winner's Chapel in Hempstead, Long Island, and if you live in the New York area, you're welcome to visit us there. We also have churches all over the world, and I'm sure there's one near you. And feel free to write to me at hazel.goodman at yahoo.com. I'd love to encourage you on your journey. Well, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And as you go, know that God's Holy Spirit is going before you, making safe, joyful, and successful your way. 
as you go. Know that all things are working together for your good. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand. It shall not come near you. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue rising in judgment, you shall condemn. And whoever gathers against you, they shall fall for your sake in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, say amen. Remember, you are born to win, born to reign in life. You're no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit hazelgoodmanministries.org and sow your love offering. Please send your prayer requests and testimonies to hazel.goodman at yahoo.com. Tune in to our live teleconference, The Winner's Call, every Monday night at 7 p.m. Call in number 725-735-9904. Visit our website, hazelgoodmanministries.org, and our YouTube channel, Hazel Goodman Ministries, The Winner's Call. Remember to subscribe. I love you. God bless you. Jesus is Lord. I'm destined for greatness. Are you born to win? Hey, yeah. Are you born to reign in life?